Chapter 23. Ways to Cope If You Can't Leave One of the hardest things to deal with is wanting to leave, yet not being able to for one reason or another. For example, they may have control of the health insurance, and you may not be able to afford to go living on your own and having to pay for insurance on top of everything else. You also may have a generally difficult time dealing with a lot of the realities that come with long-term relationships. There may be a child in the picture that would make a clean break like the one we've described especially difficult. However, if there is a child in the picture, this makes the splitting process even more essential than it would be otherwise because they will be receiving the narcissistic tendencies as well. What will follow in this chapter are a bunch of rather disconnected ideas. Some of them are outright contradictory. The sad reality is that partners will be variably rational. What works for one partner may incite rage in another partner. You know your partner better than anyone else, so I'm just going to list off a bunch of different paths and leave the specific one that you decide to take up to your discretion. The first thing that you need to consider is bringing up your feelings to your partner. If you feel as though there may be a serious problem at hand, but they're understanding enough, read, only have borderline narcissistic tendencies and still have the capacity for empathy. Then they may be willing to pursue couples therapy and go into individual therapy if you'll agree to do the same. Again, use your discretion to present an idea like this because people with serious narcissism will take this as a challenge and react quite badly. In some cases, you may need to work on building up your mental fortitude. If they start an argument, specifically avoid engaging them. Work on different strategies to defuse an argument. Note that the person in question has a personality disorder. You shouldn't expect them to have arguments diffused like a normal person. In fact, they may have specific personality quirks that you can use to your advantage in order to diffuse a given situation. In-depth tips for diffusing arguments are a bit beyond the scope of this book, unfortunately, but for the most part, general advice would be like so. Don't engage them if they try to start a fight. Never be the one to start a fight if you can avoid it. In other words, pick your battles, and if they start an argument, don't let them rile you up. Avoid letting them have control, and remain measured in your responses. If they say anything mean, don't insult them back. This will only make narcissists angrier. Generally, everything that they say to you is pretty calculated, and they've already thought about what they're going to say long before they actually say it. Practice the art of thinking through your responses. This will slow down the pace of the argument, ensure that what you say is the best possible option, and allow you both the opportunity to have a breather. While they most likely aren't going to be using the breather to think critically about what's going on in the argument during the breather, or at least not in a way that's referential to themselves, you can be using that time to think through both your position as well as generally de-escalating the situation. One of the hardest parts of any given argument is the fact that you can't really win them from your position. The narcissist is specifically not going to admit that they could be wrong. They have such a fragile ego that they are quite literally not able to do so without having a major breakdown, usually. As a result, your best option is to learn the ways to de-escalate the situation and move on from the argument as quickly as possible. It can be difficult to determine what the best course of action is when you're trying to deal with somebody who has narcissistic personality disorder, but learning how to de-escalate situations is essential. 
Because of their nature tending towards them needing to be right, and needing people to obey them all the time, they most likely are going to start a lot of arguments. Your best option is to learn to shut down the arguments without necessarily confirming nor denying what they're getting at. While it's easy from a detached standpoint to say that you should ideally avoid encouraging or reinforcing their mode of thought, sometimes you may not have any choice. If it's already set in stone that they're not going to go to therapy, either because they're too narcissistic to benefit from it or they're too volatile to have it brought up without somebody being at risk, and if their demands aren't too dehumanizing or bad, it's not the worst idea to just passively stroke their ego and bide your time until you do have a chance to leave. Just like the last chapter, it would be ideal if you could do things to work on improving yourself. This can be even more difficult when you have the hurdle of a narcissistic person because they may intentionally try to keep you below them so that they can be better than you. However, the experience that you gain in the process, if you can do it, like an associate's degree from a community college, for example, will be especially useful in allowing you to move on from where you are now and start looking towards a better horizon to come. Another important coping mechanism is developing the ability to let things slide off of your shoulders. The important thing that you need to remember is that when they put you down or make you feel small, they're just trying to maintain control of you. While this can be especially difficult to remember while at the moment, it's the honest truth. No loving or caring partner in their right mind would put their partner down in a disrespectful way or a way that would cause them to feel negative about themselves. Remember that when they say negative things, it isn't a reflection of you, and anybody who was in your situation would be receiving the same negative treatment that you would be. Regardless of who is in that position, the narcissist will still put them down in order to make them more obedient, subservient, and generally feel like they are below them. If something negative is said about you, take a deep breath and remember, it's not you. The narcissist is excellent at manipulation and can perhaps even pinpoint your insecurities, but that's still not something you particularly need to worry about. We often wear our insecurities loudly, and just because they're able to point one out doesn't mean it's a particularly big issue, only that they were able to tell you were insecure about it. In closing, staying in an abusive relationship and trying to cope with it is one of the most difficult things that you'll ever have to do. There are a number of skills that you can build in order to allow yourself to better deal with it until you do have the opportunity to leave, though.